On this episode of Meet the CEO, we host Christian Inwadi, the founder of Our Past, a youth-led initiative that organizes events that aim to educate young people about the genocide and inspire them to take the initiative to rebuild Rwanda. From over 833 cities and 121 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Who is Christian Inwadi and what is our past? My name is Christian Inwadi. I'm the director and founder of our past initiative. So our past initiative is um, a youth-led organization uh, that started by a group of young people coming from different backgrounds. And um, the objective we had was to uh, start something to make an impact, especially helping young people to learn about uh, our history, uh, the 1994 genocide against the Tutsi, the root causes of it, and uh, the rebuilding process after the genocide. So we had three objectives. One, teaching those uh, young people about the history. Two, encouraging parents about, um, um, uh, encouraging parents uh, about talking to their kids. And um, um, uh, three, uh, it was involve the young people <clears throat> in the um, activities to help in the rebuilding process of our nation. So uh, this year marked the 13th edition of our past. And um, yeah, we have been doing this for 12 years now. What was the motivation behind setting it up? The motivation behind it it was just uh, what as young people back then, uh, what uh, can we do? That was the question to make an impact. Then we came up with our past. Normally, uh, it was in our past from the beginning. It was let us know about our past. Then we realized that the name was too long. We said our past. Then after that, it, it ended up being our past initiative to uh, bring all the ideas together and come up with uh, the projects we have been doing and uh, events and uh, yeah, making an impact in the community. So for the uh, the past 12 years, we have uh, helped um, our event that happens every year during the period of uh, uh, commemoration on the 9th of April. Uh, it grew uh, from 300 people attending to 2,700 people, uh, over 2,700 people attending every year. And uh, the impact in the community, um, every year we are now from four families to 10 families every year. That means renovating their homes, uh, giving them easy access to water, uh, providing uh, new kitchen, new toilets, and uh, also helping in the sus- sustainability <clears throat> where we train them and fund uh, their businesses idea to for them to become self-sufficient. And... Um, yeah, we also joined the government um, in 2021, uh, 2022, where we started helping in uh, a program called uh, Menstrual Hygiene Management Room or Ichumba Chumukoga. This is a room that is supposed to be giving uh, young girls in uh, primary and secondary school 
uh, easy access to sanitary products. So we built uh, one room last year and now we are finishing uh, the project we have put together to sustain the room. Uh, we started poultry farming. Uh, we have 700 chickens in the place. And uh, they are, uh, we are hoping that these chickens are going to start uh, generating some income um, early May or mid-May. And uh, <clears throat> the money that will come from uh, that will be sustaining the room by providing what the room needs, pads, uh, the person to take care of the room and uh, helping those young girls. So this room is now serving 238 uh, young women and uh, 15 teachers. And we are hoping by the end of this year we'll be serving 600 uh, uh, young women because uh, we are also trying to help the neighboring community. What is Kwibuka? For those that don't understand what Kwibuka is and uh, why it's very important, um, uh, when you look at the past 29 years, what this country have achieved, the way it moved forward and how fast it was, young people need to understand uh, where this country is coming from. The, <clears throat> the tragedy of the 1994 genocide against the Tutsi and uh, the root causes, because if as a, a nation we need to protect what have been achieved by our elders, we also need to understand how and what was the process. So that's why today, uh, to be able to fight the genocide ideology, to be able to prevent uh, the genocide to happen again here in Rwanda or anywhere else, we need to commemorate and keep in mind that uh, there is no place for genocide uh, here or uh, anywhere else. Our pasture lies on the arts. How do you work to help the younger generation remember without opening the doors of trauma for the older generation? When you attracting young people, uh, you need to find ways that it's easier for them to communicate and um, also not very sensitive that you might be causing some trauma. Um, so uh, we use art as um, art. We all know that art is a universal language and it's the most easiest language people can speak. And uh, we use poetry, drama, music, and we also invite leaders in different uh, um, positions <clears throat> in order to link the two generations and learn from what they know. Uh, we invite leaders in different positions to come and talk to those young people. Our education teaches more international history than local. How do we use platforms like our past to ensure Rwandans are telling their story from a Rwandan perspective? What you are trying to push is we are trying to do it with the small our audience. We have now 2,000 people. We believe that it's going to grow and we'll have more people attending and we can use our platform to teach our own history because... Uh, what are we going to do with uh, the Napoleon and uh, these other uh, Western um, uh, histories? Uh, uh, we need to keep pushing as much as we can and learn about our history uh, to make sure that uh, uh, our people understand how bad the genocide against the Tuts was and how we can prevent it to happen again. So I think uh, we also need to push our education system to also... Uh, improve how they uh, they teach about the genocide and also uh, how they can focus more on teaching our history more than the Western uh, history. 
What are some of the challenges you have encountered? The challenges is, um, for example, this year, as you maybe you may know, uh, the event was a success and um, uh, over 2,700 people attended. Despite lacking the financial support, the event was a success with only 40% of what we needed to make it happen. So you can imagine, and uh, that shows you how accessing the funds is a huge challenge for us. And also having some institutions not understanding what what uh, uh, we are trying to achieve here. So it, that's the, the, the some of the challenges. And um, would love to see <clears throat> the older generation, the government institutions, the private companies uh, understanding what you are trying to to achieve and uh, support it because uh, uh, we have been uh, struggling with that for some time now. Is there a growth expansion plan for Africa? We are planning to expand uh, if all goes well. We are having a partnership very soon with uh, some organizations, youth organizations in Zimbabwe and uh, yet to see where that uh, is going to take us. Where do you see Christian in the next five years? We want to make a huge impact. Uh, we are now starting um, a program called Libraries for All, where we are going to start building libraries in uh, schools in rural areas. And uh, we are also, uh, uh, for the past two years, we have been working with, uh, we have been working on a project called the Future Labs. These are youth centers that we are uh, hoping and planning to build uh, around the country, at least now one um, in every district and this is to give young people uh, other things that can keep them away from drugs and um, other crimes and also keep them uh, creative this is uh, these are spaces that are going to have sport facilities uh, rooms to discuss topics such as mental health sex education drug abuse uh, among others so yeah, that's where we see ourselves in the next five years. We see ourselves uh, making a more big impact. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Gold prices paired gains and fell towards the 1,870 mark, the lowest in over three weeks amid a rebound in risk sentiment and expectations of tighter monetary policy from the Fed. A round of economic data showed PCE price indices accelerated above market expectations while unemployment claims unexpectedly fell, spying bets that the Federal Reserve will commit to hawkish signs from the FOMC members. The data pressured previous metals despite slower than expected GDP growth of 1.1% for the first quarter, driving many markets to price fewer rate cuts by the Federal Reserve this year. In a quick trip around Africa, the annual inflation rate in Zambia accelerated for the third month to 10.2% in April 2023, up from 9.9% in March, returning to double digits for the first time in almost a year. Upward pressure came from both food and non-food products. On a monthly basis, consumer prices rose by 0.9% in April after increasing 1.1% in the prior month. Adoption of smart AI chatbots such as chart, GPT, blockchain, and open source data are among top technology trends most likely to impact Africa's businesses in this decade. 
This is according to a new survey report. The survey conducted among business leaders across the continent by Pan-African reinsurer Continental Re says the adoption and development of tomorrow's technologies offers the continent the chance to reduce its reliance on aid for development. It adds that a more rapid expansion of the continent's homegrown technology sector could initiate a gradual change towards the continent playing a more active role on the world stage. Out of the ATC who surveyed, 54% of them cited general investment in startups as the most promising path compared to 32% who believe foreign direct investment is required to advance technological development. According to Continentary's managing director Lawrence Nazari, COVID-19 demonstrated that Africa could rely fully on the global supply chain for growth and development. Therefore, it is essential to bank on our own investment. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the Key Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekeyfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the Key Financial. And you can find me at Withadome.